Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's episode 33 of Barnes University Radio. And 33 is an important number for a lot of senses. If you're spiritual, if you're not, it's a very important number. I think it's the number of wisdom, right? And I was just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work right now in terms of prepping for the Tennessee Titans offseason and some of their moves right now, right? And I was just thinking, a lot of people have this mindset that one way of football wins championships. And I was just thinking about, you know, some of the things that I've said in the past, such as if I was the general manager and if drafting is is, is simply pick by pick, um, you know, because drafting is a very unique player acquisition tunnel or funnel. Basically, as a drafter, you select players which are allotted draft picks. The players have no choice. Of course, players could say, I'm not playing for this team. I'll never suit up. I'll hold out before I play for this team. But more times than not, a high high percentage that you draft a player, he has no choice where he goes. So it's literally, literally the most transparent um, player acquisition source out there. Because what you're doing is you're you're spending months, years evaluating talent and you're drafting them on one or two, three days and you're uh, hopefully developing that talent to be what you projected it to be. The most transparent skill set that I've seen in sports, you know, as, as an executive, it's very transparent. And I feel like, yes, over the years I have, but I'm not, I'm not on that wave anymore. But what I'm saying is I thought about that and I'm like, yes, that's important. But also what's important is the coaching that you pair with that, the sense of identity that you pair with that, the aesthetics, the schemes, the innovation. And I was like, I've said that before, but I've also had some pretty good innovative ideas that I I don't really elaborate on enough. And this is not the episode to necessarily elaborate on, but it's really to really talk about the Titans. The team that's been in Tennessee for 20 years, I think you can even ask a non-fan, you know, what the Titans are about. You know, ask the common fan on the street that that just watches football casually or is not even a Titans fan. You ask them. They think of the names Earl Campbell, if you want to go back into the Oiler lineage. You think about Eddie George. You think about Steve McNair. You think about the great linemen, Mike Munchak and the Matthews and and uh, Roos and, and and Stewart and, you know, Kevin Mawai when he came here. Do you think about, you know, uh, obviously you think about Lindell White, Chris Johnson, stuff like that. You think of running game. You think of Smash Mouth. You, you think of Smash Mouth and defense. And I think that's a common consensus amongst amongst Tennesseans is when you think about the Titans, you think of a mobile quarterback, you think of a run game, you think of 14 to 13 type of games, you think of defense. No one thinks of sophistication when they think of Tennessee Titans in the 20-year history. There hasn't even been like a consecutive three-year run or sophistication, one-year run necessarily of high-level sophistication. I think the highest level of sophistication was maybe when Matt Hasselbeck was the quarterback, in which he even mentioned some of the practices he had here in Tennessee were horrible. 
Too many balls. He, he'd go through practices in Seattle where the ball wouldn't touch the ground. In Tennessee, it touched the ground too often. I mean, that's the that's the rule from a high-level offensive mindset. The ball does not touch the ground in practice. So just from that standpoint, Tennessee has lacked sophistication. And then I hear, and this wasn't inspired by what I heard of the rumblings of, you know, the new offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, who, you know, I've been on record saying I'm not opposed to that to that move. Uh, I do think that play calling is a lot different than game planning. Uh, so I think that he might need assistance there, which which the Titans corresponded by by signing Todd Downing uh, from the Oakland Raiders and the Vikings previously last year, who's had some one year of offensive coordinator uh, duties. You know, maybe not the best year for him, but just having someone that's been through it, because I don't think anybody on the current offensive staff has done it at that level. I don't think. Uh, But back to my major point. My major point is a lot of people like to make things one sided, like, yo, Tennessee, we're, we're this is who we are. Right. We're just a smash mouth town. That's just what we do. But then you, once you start, you know, the old adage, the old saying that is still true is that, you know, success leaves clues. And I think if you want to be a one hit wonder, certainly, sure, you can you can just rely on one way of doing something. But I think the most successful of franchises pair player acquisition with culture, coaching and innovation, innovate innovation. And you look at the type of play that the Titans have had, the smash mouth mindset. That's all they know, right? Smash mouth mindset. There's not any more proof than that is just a one sided type of, you know, type of play than the record of Jeff Fisher of the record of the Titans franchise in general. People like to call Jeff Fisher, Mr. Eight and Eight. Fine. He knew how to he knew how to build those type of teams that win at a fifty percent rate. Smash Mouth football wins at a fifty percent rate. It's a toss up. Some games you'll beat a team and you'll be like, "This is the best thing since sliced bread." Beat teams with a run game and defense, yay! And then some games you're in a shootout, but you can't shoot out with twenty five carries to your running back and only eighteen passes. You got to. Sh- throw the ball. You got to push the ball down the field. So that literally has been shown. Literally, the Titans record since coming to Tennessee is an average of eight wins and eight losses. Roughly, round it up. They're literally a 500 team since coming to Tennessee. And guess what they're known for? Smash Mouth. That way of playing is a bound, you're bound to be 50-50. So people that love to embrace that and more so, we've been saying that the run game is going to go extinct for the past 10, 15 years. It's not going anywhere. The run game is very important, so people can stop saying that. I'm just saying that it doesn't have to be an 80-20 type of situation or even a 70-30 type of situation. Innovative ways is what is what the best teams are doing. Versatility is the best way to win championships. Being versatile. Being versatile in the passing game, being versatile in the run game, attention to detail, um, creating new concepts out of old concepts. That's the best way to win. I understand having an identity, 
But why can't an identity do be we're chameleons? We're going to do whatever it takes to win. We're going to get high-level IQ players that are extremely scheme-versatile in, and we're going to execute accordingly. So, you know, I didn't want to make this video 20 minutes because it doesn't need to be. It's the most simple simple of simple thoughts, you know, um, and, and that some may not even think of. You know, it's about innovation. It's about giving the defense fits because guess what that smash mouth if you're a team in a lot of smash mouth a lot of times when you beat a team by, by smash mouth it's not because you just schemed up a great game plan usually when you beat a team when you pound them into submission is because that team has a weak psyche and poor roster dynamics it's not like you sophisticated you were so dynamic that you beat them it's because you were just tougher than them and, you, and that's not to be undermined but that's just what happened. A lot of times when you get beat by a team that when you use that type of smash mouth, uh, you know, ideology, I don't know what you want to call smash mouth concept. When you get beat, it's a lot of times because that team outsmarted you in some area. They, they picked up on your tendencies. You were too predictable. So with that being said is player acquisition paired with great coaching paired with innovation is what win games wins games not just a one-sided uh you know way of thinking you have to be versatile in all areas just like you ask your players to be you have to be as a coach you have to be as an evaluator and i think that's how legacies are built as opposed to one-hit wonders thanks for tuning in episode 33 uh, you guys enjoy. Hey, AAL, AAL football is coming, I think, what, today or tomorrow. So it's a new developmental league. I think you guys should tune in. You'll you'll hear about it. A lot, Lots of former Titans are on the Memphis Express team and, and spread out. So Titans fan will, should enjoy that. I know that I'm going to enjoy watching just football in general, different leagues, developmental. So it's definitely another way to scout players. You know, uh, see what they put on tape because, you know, you're always looking for talent. So thanks for tuning in. God bless.